You know how Mommy and Daddy said not to judge a book by its cover? That's exactly what we do on this show. We do not read these books. Candace and Jess are professionals. Please do not try this at home. Yeah. Were you there for that? That was like in my ears and eyes and um, that, you know, that sixth sense that you have that is sort of, it's like, the um, sense. well, no, it's kind of like in between your eyes, but like a nose width up. Oh yeah. Inside your head. Just there. Yeah. 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 That sixth sense. Yeah. Yeah. Your it was like, eye. oh, ooh, ooh. It's like a fresh pair of socks. Today I saw a, um. It was like a child's ceramics, like a kid made ceramics for his parents or her parents. Yeah. And I like looked down at it and I was like, if that's not an asshole, <laughs> then I don't know what the heck it possibly could be. Like, I like stared at it for a good few minutes because, you know, like when your mind sees something that isn't there, you kind of don't want to let go of it that fast. Yeah. But I was like, that's an asshole. And then I like turned it and it was an owl. And its eyes were like these huge, like they put lines around a dot to create these like big owl eyes. But it, it really looked like <laughs> these great a... big pucker zones. Yeah, pucker zones. Uh, and with that, I'm going to go straight into the intro. So, okay. uh, hi guys, it's Candace and Jess. Judge a book by its cover, and uh, I'm Candace, and I am Jess. Uh, welcome to hi hi. Oh right. <laughs> I was saying hi to them, Jess. We've already said hello. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking for like 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rock and roll. Well, this is the only podcast on the whole internet where it is a Candace and Jess judging books by their cover, not reading the books, just judging them. Letting you know and, everything that that book is about. Yeah, having too much fun while we do it. Lots of der- derailment mm-hmm. here at Derailment Station, Central mm-hmm. Station, Station Station. Oh, it's been a been station. Station. So, uh, Jess, uh, yeah. did you go see a? I think you went and saw a movie yesterday, didn't you? So, Candace, yeah, I I went to the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday that was really natural. Actually, how I just did that, how mm-hmm. I hooked you in for that. Oh, I appreciate it. it. I well, yeah. I love a good hook in. Yeah, and swing into the next thing. Hook and yeah. swing. Yeah. So I apologize. You can hook and swing into your story now, but I just yeah. Have to. So we we had our work staff party yesterday, and um, we went and saw Aquaman. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Human Centipede. No, no, that's not a that's not an in theater in theater experience anymore. Like maybe in very select theaters, <laughs> very special, yeah. dark theaters. Okay, or, okay. Or in that one guy's garage. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, we went and saw Aquaman, which, uh, I, I mean, I was, I, I was excited about the fact that I didn't want to pay to see the movie. Right. But then I got to see the movie. Mm-hmm. So I was like, sweet. I don't have to put my money down. I can just go see this movie. And, uh, I have only seen like one or two trailers and sort of from that, I was able to guess what happens in the movie Oh, yeah, because yeah, you're really good at that, looking at something and judging it. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, they pretty much show you the movie in the trailer. Like, the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, that's really weird. I actually, I brought up American Ultra. I think it was not last podcast, maybe the one before. Yes. And they do that. In the very beginning of the movie, it's like this flash scene where they show you pretty much everything that happens. Oh, like a flashback? Yeah, I don't know if it's like in reverse or like what. And I guess it doesn't really make sense to you if you haven't watched the rest. But it's really interesting when the, that's the choice. Just show it to them. Yeah. They'll still watch it. Yeah. But anyways, what do you think of Aquaman? Is I that Ryan I, Reynolds? Uh, no, it's Jason Momoa. Who was not like the, I mean, that, I know that's like people's like, that's their attraction point where they're like, ooh, he's a, I don't know, big guy with a beard mm-hmm. and his long hair. Honestly. Is he that Game of Thrones guy? He, no. He, I don't know what else he's done. Uh, who cares? Yeah. That's, that's not the point here. We're talking Aquaman. Right. I thought it was a bad movie. Oh. Yeah. It was just, um, I was very lost through 90% of it. Like it was well, just. Well, you're supposed it, to just stay in the seat, Jess. Well, I had to get up and use the bathroom a oh, lot. Okay. First I, mistake. Because I had I discovered a new thing, which I will bring up after my quick review of Aquaman. Okay. Um. So yeah, bad movie. I didn't really know what was going on through most of it, which is weird because I'm pretty perceptive and I I usually pay attention very well. It just really felt that things were happening, and yeah. I didn't care. Like there oh. was, they, they didn't, the movie didn't encourage me to care. Oh, I like, yeah. I like this review. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. So, far. so, um, there's a, there's a Willem Dafoe in it. Okay. Um, and I was very excited to see him cause any movie it's like, I'm like, yes, yes. Okay. Do it. You do it for me. Willem Dafoe. Keep mm-hmm. doing what you're doing. Um, and there was one point where I thought he was going to die and I got really scared because I didn't want that to happen. I only want yeah. good things to happen to Will- for two and for Willem Dafoe. Whether he's a good ba- guy or bad guy, I want good things to happen to him. Noted. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else happened? I don't know. A bunch of crap. I didn't care. Like, that yeah. was the thing. I didn't care. I wasn't excited. Were they underwater? They were underwater. They were on land, too. And okay. either point, I was just like, okay, well, now you're there. That's sure. Sure, you're there now. Oh, now you're underwater again. Well, every, and here's the thing. Everyone in the movie, when they're underwater, their hair is doing that. You know, it's going off on its own adventure as hair, any hair would do underwater. Yeah. Except for a couple people. And this really oh. bothered me. This really bothered me. Cause like oh the main... so some of the characters had hair that was floating in the water, but others that w- didn't. That was affected by water, and other people who had you know they had they had some longish hair, maybe like my length of hair, which isn't long, but it's you know it's got some huh. it's got some uh, pull to it. Um, For all you wonderful listeners at home, Jess's hair isn't that long, but it does have some pull to it. Yeah, but if I got it wet, it would be like it would wiggle around a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, they had all these guys that had their hair all slicked back. And I, I didn't yeah. get it. I was like, you can't. No, that doesn't work underwater. There's got to be a reason for that, doesn't there? I mean. Like, I don't know. Unless it was like Atlantean glue. Right. The that, old Atlantean glue. Yeah. And they were they wet when they emerged from the water? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's one of those things. They came out of water. They're like, oh, yeah, they're soaking wet. I'd be like, well, that okay. makes sense because that's. Yeah. But there was just. Yeah, there was. There was holes. Also, uh, uh, I think there was also like it was uh, it was Aquaman's mom 
was um, Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, here's the thing is that they named her... Um, she was like the queen of Atlante, Atlantis or something mm-hmm. like that. And her name was um, Atlanta. Oh. Which I found funny because of that Rory Scovel tries stand-up special. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where in the beginning, he's, he's saying, hi, Atlanta. You know, thank you. Thank you. And then he just shortens it to Lanta. And he keeps on. <laughs> so every single time she was on screen, I'm like, hey, it's Lanta. Yay. Yeah. Okay. So you were invested a tiny bit for that reason only. I mean, yeah. It was, I, I, you know, you watch a bad movie to make fun of it. Yeah. But it was just, I, I, I was more excited to go, um, to the, to be like, I'm going to just get up and go for a walk during this movie and go to the bathroom, get some more ice. Yeah. You know, it'll be a good time. Yeah. Also, I, I, I'm going to bring up the thing that I discovered at the movies that I can do. I have several small glass jars <laughs> that kind of look like they have like a, it's like a little bottle and it has yeah. a little cork in the top there. Yep. So I discovered that I can bring daiquiris to the movies because I've got (laughs) these. All I need to do is then bring like a a go there. I get like a cup and I fill it with ice. Yeah. And then I'll go and sit down and then I just just pour it in there. A little magic potion. Yeah. In there. A few seconds later, I've got a nice, cool, refreshing daiquiri. Also, the daiquiris were really strong and I drank a lot of them. (laughs) That wasn't why I didn't like the movie. It was just it was a bad movie. But also, no, I think it would have helped you like it actually. <laughs> uh, also, oh, we got those D box seats, the chairs okay. that move around. Oh my god, I that's found... intense for daiquiri drinking. I just found it more distracting and confusing why sometimes the seat would move. Wow. Like it wouldn't be like an action based scene. It would be like. They're walking up a hill and then they're overlooking the ocean and they kind of look out onto the sea and then the chair would kind of go to like the left and like, what the fuck? What the hell's going on here? That's just the guy, the operator, like falling asleep or like reaching for his cell phone in the back. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's an operator, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Wow. Oh, no, gravity. Why? Mm. It keeps knocking all of my very important papers off my lap. Mm. I need these very important papers. Well, that's because gravity is a harsh mistress. Oh, it's so harsh. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you didn't like Aquaman. Aquaman is not a Candace and Jess approved film this far. Half of us haven't seen it yet, but I don't think I will. So I'm just taking Jess's judgment as. Yeah. I mean, again. Now I feel like I saw it. It was a movie. I've just been not happy with DC movies as uh, as a whole. Like, I I really, not really my... Uh, yeah, they just weren't grabbing me and being like, "Yes, I'm I'm excited for this." It felt rushed. It all feels. What rushed. was Black Panther? Uh, Black Panther is Marvel, and so Marvel's also um, like the Justice League. And no, okay, we got to just stop talking about this yeah, because I, mean, we... I know nothing about it, and I know quite obvious. a bit. Yeah, yes, and you know too right. much, I and know, that's not what I the podcast is yeah. about. Yeah, we'll do so, that on our um, sister podcast. Yeah, Candace learns about comic books. Oh my gosh, that's actually the podcast that will go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let us know if you want that podcast because it, it might get some traction. Yeah. I could see it. 
Uh, one, sorry, one final thing about yes, movies. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the previous movie that I saw in the theater was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and that was amazing. <laughs> okay. So you're like saying that some things are good. You're Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't hate all movies. No, I know you yeah. don't. I love all movies, even the bad ones. <laughs> Sometimes the bad ones are really, really good, but other times yeah. they're just really, really bad. Yeah. No, I hear you. Yeah. So, Candace. Yes, Jess. Um, unless that harsh mistress gravity is going to rear her head again. <laughs> She'll try. She'll try. Um, uh, did you? Looks like you got a book today. I do have a book today, and I'm super excited about this one. Super duper. Ooh. Um, it is a number one bestseller. I don't know where. I don't know how. It just says Hypersan mm. one <laughs> that bestseller. In- that information was not on the cover. <laughs> yeah. That that information's not here where, why it's number one or where it's number one, but it's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Still Life with Woodpecker. It's a sort of love story. And it's by Tom Robbins. Ooh. The one and only. Yeah. And I can tell you this. I can definitely tell you that this book is about an instigator of some sort because I see this woodpecker on the front. And not only is he flying with a match in his beak, but he also has dynamite in his feet. He's got a plan. He's got a plan and a little bit of a rhyme. Mm. I'm guessing that this book is uh, is for the woods. And when you ask me, hey, Candace, who is this book? You know, what is this directed to or who is this book book for? for? Who would you suggest this to? I will say for the birds again when you ask me that. Okay, so maybe you'll ask me that later on. We'll we'll get to that question. Um, You know, he's not like an instigator, like he's a. All of a sudden, a gator, like instantly <laughs> like one a gator. Of, or one of those gators that you, like, it's dehydrated and you add water to it and it goes. Poof. Yeah, and then it balloons. So he's mm-hmm. like an instigator. Like, he's out there to get some mm-hmm. stuff started. He's a he's, a, he's a, a rabble rouser. He is a rabble rouser. Or a shenaniganizer. A shenaniganizer. And he's obviously going to blow up. Judging by this cover, you know, still life with Woodpecker. He's going to blow up a still life. And okay. I found out it's Vermeer. It's, it's Vermeer's still life that he's going to blow up. Vermeer? Vermeer was eerie. Vermeer was strange. He had a more modern color range. You know Vermeer, Jess? No. Why don't you take... Jess, do you have your phone there? I do. I see it in your hand. Why don't you just look at Vermeer okay. so you can follow okay. along a little bit here. Um, I just looked at my phone and I was like, oh, hold on. I got a text from Candace. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we do. We just sit in the basement and text each other. Um, So while Jess is doing that, I just wanted to say um, I can tell by looking at the cover of this book that he's definitely this little instigator of a of a woodpecker. He's headed off to blow up a still life of like fruit or of he's not of like something that's not a human being. He's not going after the milkmaid. Um, He's not going after the astronomer. And he's definitely not going after the uh, the girl with Pearl. What is that one called? I don't know. Now, um, do you mean the Dutch painter who specialized in domestic interior scenes of middle class life? That's exactly what I mean. Oh, okay. Vermeer. Um, so he wasn't going after, like, anybody. But he was definitely ready to, like, you know, Vermeer turned his back and he was going to... 
mm-hmm. blow up his still life. He wanted to see something. He was a real artist, and he really wanted to see something. Um, he wanted to see some expressions of of uh, blasts and explosions, and this was the only way he thought that maybe he could get it done. Mm-hmm. Is, ex- um, ex- is exploding woodpeckers? Well, no, no. Vermeer doesn't know this is happening. It's the oh. woodpecker who's the art enthusiast. Oh, okay, okay. It's the woodpecker. He he's he's an instigator. Um, he's For... trying to get something started, and he's really into art. And you know, he's enjoying all the still lives out of uh, that Vermeer, Vermeer has done and other uh, prolific painters. But he wants to see some shit blow up. For a second there, I thought that you were saying that Vermeer was or. It, not anyways that Vermeer was doing like a series mm-hmm. of paintings <laughs> where he was trying to paint explosions but because they happened so fast back in the day <laughs> it was really really hard to paint an explosion in still life because you couldn't just take a picture and then paint it from the picture no you'd you're have right to just, you'd have to blow something up <laughs> you need those woodpeckers just to keep it going yeah and maybe there was a plan you know i am just judging by the cover of this book so if you were to read it maybe you would discover that there was a plan but i'm telling you what it's about and i don't know about that yet and this is your podcast so and this is my podcast so it's it's more the bird i don't think Vermeer knows the bird is coming um and you know he yeah like i said he's not going to blow up the milkmaid he's not going to blow up the girl with the pearl uh, he's not going to blow up the kitchen maid, all famous paint, the kitchen maid, kitchen like maid. the kitchen, like the one that sits in, on your counter. No, but he's really good mm-hmm. to maids, which I like to hear because I am one uh, custodian of homes at this time. Um, but also, Jess. Yes. And everyone at home, this woodpecker would have really had to be on some kind of like he had his ear to the ground, as woodpeckers probably do, because Vermeer didn't really become, I don't think, famous at all until about 100 years after he'd passed away yeah um how did he pass away was it some sort of explosion (laughs) you know i I didn't find out that information but i do think it was a a pecker explosion (laughs) and um my yeah and those aren't those aren't easy to come by but they're also not easy to miss when they happen that's true um so i also feel like judging by the cover of this book i see that um the bird is flying past a landscape that doesn't completely make sense to what the story is about there's uh it looks like some desert palms and pyramids in the background okay. um so the bird is either traveling from very far away or he's flying by a photograph because that could be right like this yeah. or he's flying in his own art studio and he just happened to be flying past a, a piece of art that i don't recognize he's a rival time. a rival artist I think maybe, maybe that's his painting and uh, he's, you know, going to use it as the main picture on this book because why wouldn't you? You're not going to use Vermeer's. This is in his book. Yeah. You know what it kind of makes me feel like? Hmm. Like I get this kind of vibe from just seeing that, uh, that cover is it kind of gives me that like old school cartoon, like Looney Tunes or uh, uh, Acme. Acme, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, or something like that, where they had all those, you know, the the the, the animals, which are like they're also super into dynamite over there, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they like to blow stuff up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that is kind of the feeling I was getting for this book, for sure. Although, like, there's 
it's kind of the contrast too, because Vermeer is something so real and Acme is something so unreal. And um, they meet in the center for this uh, beautiful pot pie that we're about to enjoy. Mm-hmm. And um, I know that the bird either lives far away or is in front of a photo or is in his art studio because um, Vermeer never left South Holland. He never left uh, Delft. Ah. That's where he was born. And that's Delft. Where he... That's where he's, where he died in Delft, and um, it's South Holland, right next to Rotterdam. I thought that you'd want to know that. Ah, with the, yeah. the the Rotterdam Renegades. Yes, I believe is the the big sports team there. Rod, 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 Rod. Yeah, something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they chase, you know, woodpeckers out of the uh, field. That's what they do. Ah. now Candace. Um, yesterday, when we were we were texting back and forth. Uh, you texted me a couple of uh, talking points or thinking points, so I could do a touch of research as yeah. well, or or just you know get myself prepared. get involved with what get was involved, going on, you know. Um, and uh, I, uh, yeah, you texted me two words, and that was woodpecker and dynamite. And I figured I could do one thing and cover both of those points. Yes. So do you know what I did? What did you do, Jeff? I watched the first episode of Woody Woodpecker from 1941. Is it Woody the Woodpecker or is it Woody Woodpecker? It's just Woody Woodpecker. That's interesting. Yeah. That's great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's his, I'm guessing that's his last name. It's Mr. Woodpecker. <laughs> um, which, again, this is kind of like doing that thing where it's like, well, yeah, he is a woodpecker. That would be like if my name was Jess Human. Yeah. yeah. Hume the Human. Yeah. yeah. And then it's Mr. Human. and Yeah. Hmm. Um, (laughs) I'm a human human. I hate that. So it was like a 10 minute or like an eight minute or six minute. I don't know. It was an amount of time. (laughs) Guys, are you Uh, following this? Cartoon. I wasn't fully paying attention. It's been a weird day. (laughs) Um, The biggest thing that kind of, that I couldn't, the first thing that kind of like hit me that I was like, wait a minute. I have something. I got an issue with this like cartoon from 1941 character. And that was is that he had teeth, which a lot oh. of time, a lot of times, though, you see cartoon characters, birds and otherwise, and they have teeth, but it's more so when they like smile or yes. when they say certain words, you'll see their mouth fills with teeth. Yes. And that kind of makes sense to a cartoon yeah. bird, but yeah. he has teeth all the time. Like he just had like two buck teeth. Oh my gosh, it's so creepy. Kinda. I have to look at it right now. Just like you were t- doing the Vermeer search, I'm doing Woody. Yeah, yeah. The 1941 Woody Woodpecker. He's got teeth, and they kind of like these two buck teeth, and they kind of wang jangle around his mouth. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He's quite the. He's quite the looker. Mm-hmm. He's got okay. that that big old red spiky hair and. Yeah, he's got like a smoke, he's got like a cigar in his mouth in this photo and he definitely has teeth. And like, that makes sense. Like to me, like you need those, right? To yeah. To give it that human. Expression. Yeah. But the rest of the time, you probably shouldn't have those teeth, right? Yeah, I agree. Uh. I don't think he needs them. That's what the pecker's for. <laughs> Anyways, most of the rest of the episode was like him and the other woodland creatures kind of fighting and arguing and they'd be like, oh man, you're crazy. You're a crazy person. Word, bird. Um, I don't really remember which one is, but they kept on saying, you're crazy. And then, so he decides at one point, he's like, well, I'm going to go to a psychiatrist. Except, uh, yeah, anyways, he goes to a psychiatrist and it's a, hold on. Bear. No, it's a wolf. No, it's oh. a fox. That's what it is. 
and you see him and he's got he looks like a fox and he's got his like pointed teeth and he's clearly like a predator yes yeah so now you've got a bird and a predator in the same room by cartoon logic that predator is going to look at that bird at some point and the bird is going to turn into a cooked chicken or turkey yeah at yeah. some point yeah and it'll move around and all that kind of stuff but then he'll get all hungry and then he'll try to he'll figure out some elaborate cartoon plan to eat the bird yeah yeah that didn't happen oh they just so he actually just helped him with his mental health and well it turns out that the doctor was just as crazy as woody woodpecker oh okay well, wasn't that the truth and so then they just did a bunch of crazy shit uh and just that was that that's like sending kids to AA when they've been, or not, maybe not AA, but sending them to like those kinds of, um, you know, you catch your kids smoking weed or something, you send them off to some talk where they meet other kids who all smoke weed and then they do crazy shit together that yeah. they probably wouldn't have done. Yeah. What is that called? ADAC. Nice. Oh, I didn't even That's... not, I didn't know that one. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. now you know. Yeah. I don't know. That's I just, great. I just found that it was very, very nice to see those two, those two characters interact with each other and not just try to eat one another not that a bird not that a woodpecker's ever been known for eating a fox yeah not i don't think a fox is really known for eating a woodpecker but i know it would yeah yeah i mean it definitely would yeah yeah i mean it was kind of this is not necessarily like a fox but it was a predator yeah yeah i get i get what you mean like you could tell instantly that this was like a this was a situation that mm-hmm. our, our woodpecker mm-hmm. is in. But, you know, other than that, you know, I can definitely, looking at this cover, I can picture this woodpecker lighting a match. Like, I really can picture him uh, going through with the whole, like, setting up the dynamite and then striking the match. I assume on just, like, the ground beside him, some yeah. concrete or something. Yeah. Um, And then, also, looking into Vermeer, I realized he was born on Halloween which I thought you would love because we always kind of want Halloween all year. Yes. But then with further research, I realized that he was baptized on Halloween. Oh. They're not sure of his birthday. So he was. But that seems even more heavy metal. He was reborn. Yes. Isn't that what it is? Vermeer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, Vermeer may have been the Antichrist. We oh. don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe. It could have been any one of us. So. Yeah, yeah. It could even be two of us. Yeah. Yeah. Tag team Antichrist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite wrestling mm-hmm. crew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. They don't, they oh, don't man. Pull their, they don't pull their punches. No. 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 They're anti. Oh, cool. Fights. So, yeah. So, Candace. Yes, Jess. Oh, Candace. Question Ooh. for you. What, mm-hmm. uh... Wait, what are the questions that I normally ask? You asked me what year I think this book was probably written in. Hey, Candace, can I ask you a question? Mm, what, yeah, Jess. What year do you think this book was written? Ooh, well, you know what? I think that this book, quite like the original um, Woody Woodpecker, is a 1940s kind of affair. And I'm going to put it right there, right at the cusp, 1940. Yeah, okay. Right at the cusp, I mean right at the beginning. Of 1940, which is 1940. Yeah. I mean, well, it yeah. could be on the cusp of like 1939 and 1940. Yeah. That's kinda... But it, it was 1940 for okay. sure. Mm-hmm. Ah. Okay. 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 Um, what's the, the... Hold on. Second question. Who would you... Candace. 
mm-hmm. recommend this book <laughs> too. It's <laughs> for the birds. <laughs> okay. Any specific birds, or just all of them? Oh, the pecking genre. Uh oh, I can't see that. Right. Yeah, the pecking genre mostly. Okay, the pecking genre. So the beaked ones, not like the the so beaked. What about do owls really peck? Um, I think owls are more into like cold blooded murder. I don't think they're sur- super peckers. Oh, okay. I think they're the kind that are like, Wah! and they'll like just go right for the top of your head and then. For a I'm second just... there, when you said, like, I think owls are more into, and then I, th- I was so sure you were just going to say cuddling, and I was like, aww. Aww. <laughs> aww. Yeah. That's how you know how tired we are, guys. Like, the words cuddling just made me feel like, <laughs> Warm and cuddling. Like, I almost inside. fell asleep on the microphone, yeah. Um, But yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. It's for the boards. It's a 1940s affair. Thank you, Tom Robbins, for this beautiful piece of work. Um, it brings Vermeer together with birds. It brings birds together with dynamite. It brings matches together with birds, dynamite, and Vermeer. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, All this bringing together. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me hungry for a dip. Oh, I love I love the segue. It makes me hungry for a dip in the old joke box here, oh. Jess. This is something we're trying to get started, right? We did it last episode. Yeah. I enjoyed we, it. Yeah, we enjoyed it. We think maybe we enjoyed it more on the trial run that we didn't invite you guys along on, and we wish we would have, but... That's um, that's okay. Uh, I th- any I, chance I get to talk about the Hart brothers, I'm going to take. Yeah. All six of them. <laughs> I don't know how many there are. There's, there's, well, there's Brett and Owen. Yeah, there's Brett, there's Owen, there's uh, 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 Corey. Um, and Rowan. And Rowan. Corey, yeah. And uh, Stephen Hart. Um, Hannah. Hannah. And Jeremy. How many is that? Seven? Wait. I don't know. Seems well, okay. pretty good. Yeah. There's All about, right. There's I got my first many. joke. Okay. And the Hop. way that we do the joke box here is I basically read the joke, assuming that Jess is going to get the answer because this joke box is not the highest caliber of jokes, as you could imagine a joke box. I get I get all the answers right. Yeah, Jess does really good. I'm pretty much like we've done three so far, and I've gotten all three of them right. I already know this one. If it's not what I think it is, that's ridiculous. Okay. So, what do prisoners use to call one another? Um. Uh. Prison shanks. (laughs) We use our voices. Um. A cell phone. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Gosh, that's how okay. good this box is. Okay. And I do realize, too, that, like, too much time of just, just thinking might not be enjoyable to listen to. That's why so I'm, I'm I'm just trying to... I'm given, like, a second of thought, and then it's the first thing that jumps into my head. That was right. actually okay. the second so thing, because like... I, I didn't want to... Say what you first thought? Yeah, that was a little too rough for the first joke. Yeah. A little too rough for prison. I don't want to know what that... Mm. Um. Okay. Ties right into Aquaman here. Excellent. Okay. Okay. What <laughs> what lies at the bottom of the ocean and twitches? Um Rose? I guess not anymore. <laughs> uh... <laughs> no, Rose never went down there. Oh dang. It was Jack. Oh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. When you said that I was like, what is a rose? I don't what sorry. Is... I saw that movie once and then that was Jack. Jack Dawson. Yeah. Final Jack. answer. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, Jack Dawson, final answer. Um, what lies at the bottom? Seaweed. I don't know. Oh my gosh, a nervous wreck. Oh. Okay. Well, I mean, well, these are so good, right, guys? Yeah. You're gonna listen to the mm-hmm. very end. And here we go. The third one. Yeah, which... we have to do things in three, as it feels right. It feels so right. And there we go. I got two right already. So let's get this third one 100% correct. Actually, I feel like I got that second one wrong because I was thinking of... Anyways. <laughs> There's a double here. Oh. I can't believe this joke box. I'm going for the second one. Okay. Why don't skeletons fight each other? Because they're dead. <laughs> no? <laughs> Because they don't have the guts. Oh. Oh. Oh, my gosh, guys. Well, that was a great dip. I'm not going to put those ones back in. But the repeat was what kind of bow cannot be untied? Um, I think it's like a triple knot. <laughs> yeah. Because once you do it twice, it's like, okay, that's a little tough. But you kind of pick at it. But you get the third extra little twist on that. You can't. You can't. Nobody can untie that. Not no. even Superman. Um, can the circle be or, unbroken? Or Aquaman. Um, it's a rainbow, everybody. Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. well. Can't be untied. No, okay. what apparently not. What about just regular, not. like, a bow for archery? That, you know, Jess, yeah. there's a lot of holes yeah. in this uh, joke box, just like the fish joke from last week that was actually, like, oh, horrifying. Right. Yeah. Like, what do you call a fish with no eyes? But it said the word eyes. It did not say the letter I. So it was misleading. Yeah. yeah. And the answer was a. So this box it was of, misleading. This, this box of jokes just sues dis, or like sows distrust amongst the podcast listeners. It does a bit. You know, my landlord gave me this um, mm-hmm. as a gift at Christmas time, and I think it's because he hates me mm-hmm. and he wants me to move out. Little does he know how much I enjoy a bad joke. Oh yes, so good. So one day we'll have a theme song for it. Sweet Caroline. Joke box joke. <laughs> so good. So good. That's why I was going with that. <laughs> um, I'm sure you did that last night at the staff party. And if you didn't, you didn't stay long enough. I ducked out early. Oh, yeah. yeah. You always do. Quack, quack, quack. It was after dinner. And I was like, you know what? It's 930. I love everyone that I work with. But I know if I go to the bar afterwards, I'm going to be out w- up way too late. And I don't want to do that. I yeah, was... and I'll see you all 40 hours a week plus yeah. forever, so don't worry yeah. about it. I was still up until like 2.30. Yeah, but doing your own damn thing. another story. Okay, and hopefully Jess can bring that to our next episode um, because I think it's almost time to, to... say goodbye. Okay. Bye, Candace. No. <laughs> no, to them. <laughs> oh, right, right. He's just saying hi to me only and bye to me only. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to not talk for the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah, just like he's actually gone. He just leaves the See basement. I'm going to slam my door really loudly. <laughs> yeah. All righty. Well, okay. You, do, are you, are you going to steer this horse back into uh, wherever horses live? Yeah. Give it a salt lick, an apple, mm-hmm. brush ho- its hair. Horse mansions. Yes. Yeah. I'm also going to read it a bedtime story, but I can do that off air. Mm-hmm. Um, you have been listening to Candace and Jess judge a book by its cover. I, as always, am Candace. I, as almost always, am Jess. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Y- you never much. know. Sometimes we'll flip and flop and I'm another person. 
Yep. Just that easy, everybody. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can find our podcast here where you're listening now. You can find it on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, um, Google Play. And if you want to follow along or see past books that we've reviewed, that's all on Instagram and Twitter. And that's just the photos of the books. And, uh, you know, you can always shout shout out at us on those platforms. Or you can send us an email. Jess, what is that email account or email again that is candace and jess at gmail.com that is exactly correct um but yeah it's been a slice as always i hope 2019 is starting out fresh and exciting and good um and yeah we're happy right yeah i'm gonna rock and roll i'm gonna cue that outro music cue that outro music Bum 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 b